Now, when we're doing the Facebook ads, we say when we're collecting leads or collecting phone numbers, I'm not just sending text messages to sell them something. I'm, I'm, I'm then collecting the lead and I'm building a list of people that I'm sending content through text message to them. So I can send them a video of a testimonial. I can send them a video of, of you know, something that cool that happened in the business that day. Or, and I'm just connecting with them on a personal level. Welcome to the Micro Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Emmel. And on today's episode, we'll learn from Ryan Fenn about getting leads from a Facebook to text messaging ecosystem. Ryan is the CEO of Chirp, a text messaging platform for businesses. Make sure to stick around till the end to hear his number one piece of advice for you today. Without further ado, let's learn with Ryan. Welcome to the podcast. We have Ryan Fenn here today. He's the CEO of Chirp, and I'm sure among other things as well, but Chirp is the is your main thing right now. And Ryan, but before we get going, I want to get context on you. So first off, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm curious, before we start, just so people know what they're getting into here with this interview, what is your professional superpower? My professional superpower? Oh, man. Which one? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, humility. Oh, we're kidding. Oh, yeah, humility. Right. No, I would say that our, if I was to sum it up, we're really good at capturing leads and converting those leads or quickly connecting with those leads to push them through a sales process and turn them into a customer faster than what other people generally can do. Awesome. And we obviously want to touch on Facebook ads a little bit today, we want to touch on text messaging as a platform today. But before that, just curious if you could tell us kind of the elevator pitch uh, version of what's the story of starting Chirp? What what all went into that? How did the idea come about? How did you get to this point? Sure. So I've generally always been entrepreneurial. I wasn't, I don't have a tech background, but my brother and I had started a business many years ago, 10, 12 years ago, where we, where we, <laughs> it was our first entrepreneurial venture. We fixed windshields and it fixed like little rock chips and windshields. Man, and uh, <laughs> and that was like our first venture, and it and we were doing it out of gas stations and car washes and uh, mm. dealerships, and we were down in the trenches, right? And we started to hire people, and it started to grow, and it was a and it ended up being a really good business. And so we decided to uh, create a digital course on how to start your own windshield repair business. And so I didn't know what to do there. I just kind of put together a WordPress website built up some videos on how to fix windshields and how to mm. build the insurance companies, all this stuff. And then I partnered with a friend of ours who does do digital marketing and, and we started selling this course and started to take off. And we started selling it by texting our leads as they would come in. We would run Facebook ads generate, mm. and we would text them. We'd get a much higher engagement rate than when we weren't texting them. And we sold about $2 million worth of that course over a couple of years and all through text message. So at that point, we said, hey, this sales process of generating a lead and connecting with them through text messaging is really, really effective. Maybe it'll work for other businesses. So we started helping other businesses, real estate agents, mortgage, things like that, local businesses. And then at that point, we went to an investor and said, hey, this is really cool. Um, uh, you know, can you fund us so that we can start this, start this program? 
And there it is. So, so we created Chirp to be able to, so that other businesses could get to do what we were doing with this other platform or with this other business so that they could get in and do it themselves. Awesome. Can you do me a favor real quick? Is your phone on? Yeah, we just, we just fixed it. Awesome. Awesome. So sounds like you're right in the same boat or you were in the same boat as, as many of the listeners here once upon a time. And now you're in the process of building this company. Yeah. And I'm guessing that Facebook, based on your expertise, Facebook ads have been a, a good part of what's made you successful alongside the text messaging. So I do want to talk about Facebook. And, and my really starter question for this is, is it Facebook dead? <laughs> it's Facebook dead. No, it is far from dead. It's definitely, it definitely has its challenges. But the, I mean, the traffic is there. The targeting is really powerful. There's a ton of, of ways that people aren't utilizing it as far as, as how they can target, how they can collect a lead. It has some really cool tools that if you know what to do, you can be very successful with it. For me, my focus has always been, let's capture a lead and get them away from Facebook as fast as we can mm-hmm. uh, and continue marketing to them. When I look at, when, when, generally when, when you ask that question, it, it kind of means is Facebook dead as far as, uh, as like the social media aspect of it? I look sure. at I look at Facebook as an advertising platform to get people's eyeballs on my 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 information and to pull them away. For social media, like where you're posting and doing things like that, I that's I don't do stuff like that. I'm just all mm. about the impressions that Facebook can offer. So you, you talked about some of the challenges that might be present currently with Facebook. What are those what are they? I mean, what what challenges do you see? What things do you see that people aren't using that are actually available but people are just totally avoiding? Sure. So generally speaking, because we're doing what's called disruptive advertising, uh, you're competing. You're competing with all all different types of businesses, right? Where if you're if you're doing search advertising, and somebody's mm-hmm. let's say you're a dentist and you want to do and you want to do ads for um, teeth whitening, right? You're going to run ads on Google. You're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna target those keywords teeth whitening, right? And yep. so you're only going to be competing with other businesses that are bidding on that keyword, right? So you're not going to be, you're not going to be competing with, um, you know, a custom home builder, all these different, you know, these different niches. And so you, you, you can get clicks based on the value of your product. With Facebook, the challenge is that you, let's say you sell, let's say you sell something for $5, you're going to be competing for impressions with a guy that sells something for $10,000, like a, you know, a solar guy that sells, you know, solar. Because it's all on one platform, it's all in space. You're not searching for that, and so the challenge is is you know finding audiences that, that you can market to and still get a competitive rate on your on your clicks. So that's kind of mm-hmm. the challenge that you face with Facebook because you're doing disruptive advertising. Now the key, the the thing that I've found to be very effective, and a lot of people will push back on this. Um, Facebook has a platform called Lead Ads. Are you familiar with Lead Ads? I, I haven't advertised on Facebook for a while now, so please okay. inform us. So Lead Ads is a campaign objective. So you choose this at the campaign level. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because when you advertise using Lead Ads, your ad shows up just like it would any other ad that you create, like a click campaign where you're where you're, you know, your traditional ad is here's my ad, click here to go to my website and learn more. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, lead ads is when they click the learn more button or the sign up button or whatever you choose to be the, the, the button, you know, text, when they click that, 
They don't actually leave website, the website. They don't leave Facebook. So a form pops up on their screen with their information already filled out. And Facebook has really good data on us. It has good emails and good phone numbers. <laughs> They've done yes. a good job at that. <laughs> I would say so. Yes. And so when that form pops up and it's pre-populated with their email and their phone number and their name already there, they're only one more click away from submitting themselves as a lead. So you're removing what we call friction, right? We're, we're, trying, mm-hmm. to, we're trying to move them from, from who are you to here, take my money, <laughs> right? That's where we're. <laughs> That's what we're trying to accomplish. And so the, the more friction we can remove from that process, from that funnel, the better. And so when they click on that, and that form pops up. It's got their information already there. It's literally two clicks away and you've generated a lead. So you've collected their name, phone number, and email. Now, the reason I say that people will give us pushback on that is because a lot of people have said, oh, I tried lead ads. It didn't work. It doesn't work mm-hmm. for me. The lead quality is crappy, you know, whatever. And that's where the secret, that's where I, I'm, I'm almost, I've almost been hesitant to share the secret, but now that we have the platform and we help people use it, the idea is, yeah, those leads suck, generally speaking, because people are collecting their name and email and they hit submit and then they go into an email follow-up campaign and like 10% will actually read yeah. the email, right? And so they go, oh, I bought 100 leads and only 10 of them actually read the email. And only two of those even clicked my link. So I ended up getting like one visit to my website. So, so yeah, they have a bad reputation, but we kind of cracked the code. And instead of collecting email, we collect their phone number. And we found that people are just as willing to give their phone numbers or email. So we're paying about the same amount for a lead, mm-hmm. but we're getting a much better piece of data, which is their phone number. And the moment that they submit their information, our system can kick them a text message to start a conversation. So imagine you're scrolling through Facebook. You see an ad that you like, you click the button, you click the button one more time, and now you're in a text message conversation. That's pretty magical. That works really well. Connect with upwards of 95% of our leads within 10 seconds. And because everybody reads their text messages, we get a really, really high read rate and we get a high engagement rate on those leads. So. Taking a step back then, and we'll get more into that for sure, because that's super interesting. Taking a step back, just knowing there are probably a lot of people here that are looking to promote their product or service or try to promote their content, even for brand awareness. How do you do this with a limited budget? Because most of us are side hustlers. We're young. We don't have extra cash. What would you recommend if we're just starting out? We have very little to put into it. So... Obviously, there's a lot of things you can do to to promote yourself for free online, but those things aren't generally as scalable as a paid mm-hmm. ad. And so if, if, if I was to give a piece of advice on starting out, I would say get ready and prepare yourself to start paying. I mean, don't, don't try to avoid paid ads. Try to, try to break into that as fast as you can and start getting data on your paid ads very quickly. The cool thing about a platform like Facebook or LinkedIn or any of these other uh, disruptive advertising platforms is you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to start promoting your business. You can have a budget of $5 a day and you can run that a couple days a month or whatever it is to start gathering data and start learning what people will click on. Take some, you know, it takes it takes some ads to figure out what message about your business is going to cause somebody to go, oh, that that interests me. And they click on it. And so I would say 
you know, don't shy away from paid ads because that's where scalability is, in my opinion. If you're going, oh, I'm going to do SEO and I'm going to build it up that way, it's going to take you months and months and months, and that's more cost than <laughs> than you you imagine. So then you think you go, oh, that's free. It's not really free. The time it takes to build SEO and get your get your uh, message, you know, that way is is just as expensive. So 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 I would say if you're in a situation where you want to start out, when we started with my course. We were set, we were spending five dollars a day. We scaled it up to ten dollars a day, and we were getting leads coming in. And we were pitching these leads. You know, we were started to get some traction. We started to get some sales. And then we said, okay, let's do twenty dollars a day. And then within about six months, we were up to three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a day, generating like three hundred leads and doing you know having ten thousand dollar days. So, so it's it's it snowballs. But the key is that when you're starting out and you're spending these small amounts of money, you are not just wasting it. You're learning from the data that you're gathering and going, okay, that message, that headline or that, that ad that I just did, did not get clicks. But when I tweeted right. it, I got some clicks, right? Now, so I, I want to reiterate that too for the audience because it is really easy to put $5 into it a day and then not see an actual lead come through from it and assume that it's not working. But like you said, I just want to reiterate the fact that you're collecting the data at that stage is every bit as important, if not more so than actually getting a lead. Yeah, exactly. So, you, And that's where most, I mean, if we're being totally honest, that's where most people fail online. They, they'll go, okay, I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on Facebook. They'll burn through it. They'll go, oh, I didn't get a sale. And they don't learn anything from what they just did. And so that, that hundred dollars is truly wasted. Whereas if you spend the $100 methodically, test out different images, some different headlines, maybe do, you know, if you're doing a video ad, depending on what it is, and you're learning what's causing people to go, oh, that's interesting. Let me click on that. Because it's your product, it's your service that you love and you're, you're, you know, you're excited to start selling. You need to dial in a message that makes people, you know, go, oh, I want that thing. Otherwise, you're, you know, what are you doing? And so I think a lot of what we've been talking about so far really applies to products and services. You can see pretty clearly how you would do this. But for somebody that's trying to do more of a brand play, like trying to build a personal brand, a lifestyle brand, whatever, there are a lot of people out there doing this. Mm -hmm. How would you do this for content? Because it, it might be a little bit different using the lead ads to promote your content. You know, that might not be as effective. I don't know. What, what, what is your thought on how you would personally grow awareness around content? using Facebook ads. Oh man, so you're kind of getting outside of my wheelhouse a little bit there. Well, that's that's good. Uncomfortable. <laughs> making you uncomfortable is going to give me some good stuff here. <laughs> For me when I was building my brand, um my thing was 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 getting my getting my face associated with it cuz I was trying to connect with people on a personal level and so they could say, "Oh, I like I like what this guy says. I connect with him." And and so when I would do these ads, I would run I would run videos of myself, like, you know, just like a selfie video of me talking about my experience with my business and saying, Hey, this is what we were able to accomplish, this and that. And then, and then, and then they're able to connect with me on a personal level. And then that would drive the click that would drive them to, to go further. Now, when we're doing the Facebook ads, when you say, when we're collecting leads and we're collecting phone numbers, I'm not just sending text messages to sell them something. I'm, I'm, I'm then collecting the lead and I'm building a list of people that I'm sending content through text message to them. So I can send them a video of a testimonial. 
I can send them a video of, of, you know, something that cool that happened in the business that day or, and I'm just connecting with them on a personal level. And that, you know, brings me, you know, uh, that kind of makes that connection that wouldn't be there without that, that personal cut. So I want to get into the text messaging side of this. I have one final social media question beforehand. I definitely don't want to take too much time on this, but I'm curious, have you used Twitter ads as well very much? You know, I have not. That's one. So, so, and here's this, this can be useful or not, but um, when for it, for anybody that's new, that's getting into internet or digital marketing, if you're, if you're, there are a lot of platforms, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's LinkedIn, there's Google, there's YouTube. Uh, and there's probably a thousand other, you know, second tier ones beyond that. You should focus on a single traffic source and you should master that traffic source before you move on to another platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, only because every audience is a little different. And so you want to, you want to, you want to make sure you master something before you move on. If you start, if you, cause there's times where I've run a really good ad on Facebook and then go, Oh, this work on Facebook. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go run it on YouTube, the same video, and I don't get anywhere near the engagement. It's just a completely different audience or different. Diff- it just didn't, didn't ring true the same way. And so there are a lot of nuances and a lot of things, and you can get yourself really confused very quickly if you're bouncing around. Yeah, I was curious because I've, I've had very mixed experiences with Twitter and spoken to very many people about this as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was curious if you had, but moving as on far as, to... As far as what yeah. I've heard, the algorithm makes it much harder than face, Facebook's. The reason Facebook has been as successful as they are, they are is because of algorithms and the ability to target mm-hmm. people very, very granular. And so I've... Yeah, that's, the, that's really my Twitter, Twitter's targeting is very limited. And it's also a more intellectual platform where with Facebook, you can be more visual and mm-hmm. a lot more can fly. Whereas with Twitter, it's it's a lot more niche. So it, it is tough. Yeah. Um, so moving on into the text messaging side of things, because you kind of gave us your simple process for how you use the lead, the lead ads from Facebook, mm-hmm. capture people that normally other people would think, eh, they're not that great. But mm-hmm. you push them through into text messages instead of emails, which mm-hmm. side note, emails used to be that effective. And then mm-hmm. marketers ruined emails. So, we're so are you are you going to ruin text messaging? <laughs> well, fortunately, with text messaging, there are some already in place laws at the beginning with email. If you remember, email was the wild, wild west. Oh yes, yeah. And no, anybody <laughs> could do whatever they wanted. So carriers know that it, it, they're much more prepared with text messaging, and mm-hmm. so they are able to block spam easier. They're able to, you know. Um, get you in trouble faster, blacklist numbers, <laughs> things like that. And so as marketers, you have to play by the rules. And that kind of keeps it keeps it from being kind of going down that path of just just blasting with with email. And the good thing is too, to speak to that a little bit more is that people, people, it won't be effective, it won't work if you're not conversational in your text messages if you're just spamming people it's not going to work and since there's a cost for every text message you're sending if it's not working it's gonna you know with email you're like i'm gonna send out 10 million emails i don't care to talk <laughs> yeah and, and so so with 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 text messaging it has to be a little more methodical it has to be conversational and it has to connect with people that have actually requested that you connect through that channel mm. 
Yeah, no, I love that. That's very clarifying because that's my main concern, but there are clearly very vast differences between the two. Right. Um, in terms of have somebody, again, going back to who the audience is, a bootstrapper, somebody that's potentially pretty young, trying to build something from scratch. How do you actually go about leveraging text messaging? Like what, what's your process? And I guess also, what are the stats behind it? Like what, what results are you seeing? Sure. So text messaging allows you to, to, you know, through this process that we've, we've kind of come up with, you can bootstrap a business into something really cool because you don't need, you don't need an office space. You don't need, you don't need a, a lot of technology to make mm. it work. You're literally trying to just connect with people, have a normal text message conversation, just like you would from your cell phone and offer them your product or service. And so you're, you're able to do things that you could only dream of doing, you know, 20 years ago, 10, 20 years ago, where, you know, you needed, you needed quite a bit of technology to be able to accomplish something like that. The mm -hmm. fact that we can, with two clicks, generate a conversation <laughs> with somebody in a very personal way is very, you know, it's very unique and new that's and insane, it's very yeah. powerful. And so somebody that's starting out, that's bootstrapping, that's trying to get their message out there, if you're able to make personal connections quickly for very cheap than, you know, not having to put up a billboard or, you know, something like that, you're, you're able to, you know, grow your business much quickly, uh, you know, much, much faster and for much cheaper for, for, um, for our digital course. I mean, when we started off, I had invested, you know, a few hundred dollars into creating this course. Um, and then just started slowly advertising and putting small amounts. I remember I sold. So when we sold the course, we would also sell the equipment. It was a $3,000 course. We'd also sell the equipment with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first sale I made, I had to get the money first so that I could buy the equipment wholesale and ship it. I didn't have it stocked. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't have the money to do that. And then pretty soon we were starting like, it was, it was literally like six months and we were just rolling equipment in and out very easily. Um, but yeah, to start out, we just, you know, it was like full bootstrap, just spending little bits of cash here and there for ads to get started. So, and, and the results that we would see is, is we were generating a lead. The, the lead would come in for about a dollar 30. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, for a lead, for a name and an email, or excuse me, name and a phone number. Right. And then we would text them five to 10 times. That was about 10 cents. Right. And then it would take about a hundred. It was, it was, it was a penny per text. So okay. we're adding, <laughs> adding it together. So a single lead would cost us around $1.40, $1.50. Okay. It would take about a hundred leads because these are, again, these are, these are top of funnel leads. Sure. We would funnel them down. We would, we would go from the first text message that would go out, just had a two minute, a little short, little two minute video that explained our course. And invited them to watch a pre-recorded webinar. Okay. And so mm -hmm. then they would click that link and they would go to the pre-recorded webinar. They would watch that. And if they liked it, they would text us back and, uh, with a keyword and say, Hey, I'm interested in this thing. And then we would send them a link through text message to schedule an appointment. And then, um, they would on, on the call, we would sell them. So the, the numbers went like this, 100 leads, so $150. Yep. Of those, about 20% would watch and schedule. So we would see about 20 appointments and we would close about one in 10 at a $3,000 plan. 
And so we were looking at about three. Well, let me, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying, I don't want to be totally accurate with my number. We were, it seemed like we were doing about $3,000 in revenue for every two to $300 that we would spend on Facebook ads. <laughs> it's not bad ROI. Yeah, it's not bad. There, of course, that <laughs> there was equipment costs in, in that, yeah. but we were, you know, profitable. Sure. So my last tactical question here around text mm-hmm. messaging, because obviously you have a platform that helps with this and we'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. But if I took all platforms away, all I said was like, you've got your phone and you're starting a company. How could you use text messaging just in your inner circle? Like what, what would you do to build out something small just using text messaging without any software behind it? Oh man. Is it possible? <laughs> I, I would say it's definitely possible depending on the product or service that you're offering. And if you have, you know, a list of at least a list of friends that you could start texting and say, Hey, I, I, I could use some help. Can you check out my product? Depending obviously what that is. Cause, cause if you have a, a very, like ours was very niche. Yeah. And so if I texted my friends, they'd be like this, uh, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure. So that, that would be uh, kind of tough. But if it was something that was like, if it was like something that's a universal product, if you're in direct sales or something like that, that everybody could use and you wanted to text your friends and family and say, Hey, can you check out my product? Here's the link. It would really help me to get started. That that's definitely a possibility. So it just depends. It would, I would say it would depend on the product that you're selling. And then of course, you know, if you have actual friends that you can text, you might be a <laughs> jerk and you don't have any friends. Nobody wants to talk to you. Um, so it's going to come down to that. Less too. than ideal in that scenario. Yeah. Um, my final, this is, a, this is a more general question. I ask everybody this. I'm just really curious because there, there are a lot of bootstrappers and micro-influencers listening in here. What has your life and your experience taught you so far that you would offer as advice to them? So really, the, the, the number one thing is that no matter where you're at in your business, the sky is falling. And so, so, so you're, always, you're always going to feel there's always going to be a level as an entrepreneur, there's always going to be a level of discomfort. There's always going to be a level of uncertainty. And you should get comfortable in that there's a Navy SEAL, I think, that said it, that's, that get comfortable, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I've met entrepreneurs at the highest level that are billionaires and, and you know, all the way down to, to, you know, bootstrappers. And the whole thing is, is at every level, there are problems that are going to cause a level of discomfort. So get used to that for one, but, but really get used to taking risks and looking at money as a tool rather than, you know, having that emotional connection that says, oh man, I spent $5 on ads today. I lost it. It's a tool. <laughs> yeah. And it should be used as such and in business. And so you should get used to um, investing and putting money towards your business. And when you're bootstrapping, you should be thinking for every dollar you're making, you should be looking at how can I multiply that dollar again, not not putting it in your pocket. And even at this point, I've done fairly well for myself and I have savings and I have a house and I have um, my kids are comfortable and everything. I still drive my car that i bought 15 years ago it's kind of a sense of pride at this point i can't like sell it because <laughs> i just keep driving it kind of as a sense of like what, like, are, what are you working with what what's the car it's a, it's a toyota 4runner <laughs> nice um nice. i have 230,000 miles on it uh, not too bad and and you know it's just it's 
as a, as an entrepreneur, it's kind of a sense of pride that says, you know, I spend my money where it should be spent. I don't I don't buy things that I don't, you know, I don't need. Eventually, I want to get a nice car, but <laughs> it'll be when it'll be when it just ha- absolutely has no no. There's no thought or question about whether or not I can afford it. Sure. Ryan, I really appreciate the wisdom around Facebook ads, around text messaging and everything else. I want to give you a chance to talk about Chirp.com, give a quick pitch of it and just, you know, explain how that could be of value. Sure. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Chirp is is the platform that we developed based on us selling through text messaging. And so the whole premise behind it is to is to help an entrepreneur or a small business capture more leads connect with those leads more authentically and faster by using text messaging, communicate in the way that people are, you know, would prefer to communicate in and then and then push them to, you know, to a phone call to get on and close close the deal. So it allows you to do several different things we can do. We can connect with leads the moment they come in so we can automate that so that a, a message goes out and starts a conversation. Mind you, this is from a 10-digit phone number. So it doesn't appear to be a marketing message. It's not a six digits, you know, short code that is is like reserved for like mm-hmm. restaurants or things like that. This is a conversational message that just says, "Hey, uh, thanks for your interest in my product or service. You know, here's a quick video that explains it a little more, or you know, what's you know, what's your interest level? Let's chat. It, it allows you to have conversations without using your personal phone. It also allows us to automate our follow up. So if that lead comes in and they don't respond to that text message. We can tastefully drip messages on them over time to nurture them into a conversation. So, so there's many times where they won't respond to that first text message. It may take five or six messages over a month for them to respond. And then you respond and you have the conversation and you close the deal. So it's doing, it's turning you into kind of a superhuman wherein if you have a hundred leads, it's texting all of them for you. And those that are responding are the ones that you spend your time with. So you're not on the phone trying to cold call all these leads. The system is doing that for you. And then when they respond, those are the interested ones. Those are the ones that you spend your time with. Um, we also have the ability to broadcast messages to our lists. So if we, wanna, if we want to, if we have a, a list of you know, customers that we want to send out a deal to of a promotion, we can send it out and just say, hey, you know, we select that list and we send it to 500 people and say, hey, I'm just following up with you. We have the sale going on. Wanted to make sure you got a you got in on the action, you know, that kind of thing. Um, we also have the ability to do automated conversations to qualify leads. So as an example, one of our clients is a solar company. They, they sell solar panels. And when a lead comes in, it'll, the, our system will ask it a series of qualifying questions to verify that that person isn't actually, you know, can qualify for solar. So it'll say, are you the, you know, thanks for, thanks for your interest. Are you the homeowner? You know, is your uh, is your power bill above or below a hundred dollars? And you know, there's all these questions, and based on the responses, our system can read and respond differently based on so so kind of a chatbot type thing that will qualify the lead before you spend any time with them. Um, so awesome. That's, that's some of the features, but there are a ton more features. Obviously, since we're on since we're not on video. Uh, I want to clarify that it's chirp.com, C-H-I-I-R-P.com. So two I's. Go ahead and check that out. There's a, there's a t- I've, I've just barely scratched the surface of how many different features we have with text messaging. Go check it out. Ryan, I really appreciate you coming on again. This is Ryan Fenn, the CEO of Chirp. Ryan, where can people find you online? 
What's the uh, easiest LinkedIn way? Is my preferred, LinkedIn is my preferred, you know, communication platform for for professional. So you can find me, you know, just by searching Chirp or searching my name, Ryan Fenarway. I'm also on Facebook, so you can connect with me there. Uh, and then, of course, Chirp.com. Uh, it has our phone number right at the top. If you text that number, we all will we'll see it in the office. You can easily say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. I'm looking to connect with Ryan. <laughs> that's that's possible too, but but preferably LinkedIn for professional. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for teaching us. And we are going to get to... Uh acting on on the things that you said. Let's get, okay. let's get going. Yeah, we're here. We're here to, to answer questions. We're, we're happy to help 